Blog Talk Radio. Well, good day and welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And we often talk about the state of health in the world today, and we cover a broad range of topics, everything from diabetes to essential oils to nutritional supplementation, uh, especially through Zija International and the Mayo Division of Zija International. But today the topic is going to be really spot on because of being summertime. And Dr. Valdez has done some research on the latest on skin cancer because we know that skin cancer and summertime are correlated. There's no doubt about that. And there are essential oils that you can use to benefit sun damage. So he's going to expand on that for us today. And in case you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, presently he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he has spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative healthcare practitioners, and professional athletes. And I know the topic is summertime, and even though you're getting rain there, um, we know that your rain can change in a minute, so I'm going to pass the call over to you. Well, thank you, Denise. And, uh, you know, it's a great topic uh, being the beginning of summer. And you're right, it's been raining in South Florida for the last three days. So it feels kind of odd to talk about sun damage. Uh, I haven't seen the sun in three days. It's been really, really bad. We've got new lakes that were formed uh, beyond my house. And so, uh, but anyways, uh, it's a topic that's really current as far as skin cancer. And, you know, this is a season, and there's different types of skin, as as we all know. Uh, Some skins are more sensitive to different types of skin cancer. And, you know, the sun is not the only factor. There's other factors that can influence, uh, uh, you know, the occurrence of skin cancers. Of course, you know, family history, always look at family history, genetics, you know, it's, it's a big, big issue here. But uh, we know, and the research and, and the, you know, statistics uh, have demonstrated for a long time now that the sun damage is, is actually, you know, there's correlation to uh, skin cancer. There's no, no doubt about that. No one questions that anymore. Uh, now, the type of skin has a lot to do with it. You know, usually the more fair the skin, the more uh, liable you are to get these types of cancer. Uh, so, you know, and, and uh, nothing against Canada, but, you know, we always get the Canadian tourists that come here from uh, all parts of Canada, Quebec, Montreal, and all that, and, and maybe they're going to be in South Florida for a week, and they want to get it all in a week. <laughs> so, so they go to the beach, you know, all day and get the sun, you know, at the worst hours of the day, which is, you know, between 11 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock. And uh, you see the skin, you know, bursting red like a lobster, and you go, oh, my God, you know, that's just asking for it. So, so all that said, let's just review real quick. Uh, there's, there's basically three types of skin cancer that affect the most. You know, basal cell carcinoma, that happens mostly in your nose. And, and the good news is that you probably will not die from that because basal cell carcinoma, you see it. You know, when anything that happens in your nose, you look at your face every day in the mirror, and you see some changes. You see a, a black spot in there. You go, oh my goodness, what is that? So you go to a doctor, and most of the time you can excise that tumor or, or slash and treat it. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it won't kill you, most likely. Uh, then the squamous cell carcinoma, uh, it's also another type of skin tumor. The same thing. We see it in soft tissue, mouth, lips, and so on. Uh, but, again, it, those are the cancers that you actually see. 
and, and uh, you go to the doctor early, which is a key thing here, uh, and they can be treated. Now, the one that really is bad is the melanoma. The melanoma is, is a type of skin cancer that is very, very aggressive. Uh, it tends to metastasize to other organs. Uh, and one of the problems with melanomas is that it happens usually in places that you check, you don't see. Sometimes it happens on our back. Sometimes it happens in the back of the leg. Uh, so, and, and the problem is that they're totally asymptomatic for a while until you get the symptoms and then the, it's an issue. Once you get symptoms from a melanoma, most likely you're already dealing that decocarts that's uh, weighing against you. Uh, and uh, and melanoma, you know, one thing you can look at it and measure it, you know, we call it the ABCD, A is asymmetry, anything that doesn't have, that's perfectly round is asymmetry, right? So so they tend to have that. Uh, The B is for borders. You know, the borders are not perfectly even and round, they're rough borders. Uh, C is for color, and, and the melanomas usually have different types of colors. You may see black, dark black, on one side and then kind of bluish on the other side. So the difference in, in color. Uh, and D is diameter. Uh, they tend to be big. They're not small. Uh, so, you know, that's one way to, to kind of look at it and say, you know, I need to be seen by, by a dermatologist or, or your primary doctor and determine that. So, you know, one of the options, obviously, you know, the common things, uh, the, the sun, of course, you can talk about that. Uh, if you're not uh, exposed to sun a lot, go in the hours of, early morning is preferred or late afternoon, okay, and do it a little at a time. But all that said, I want to connect this to a couple of things and the latest research on a couple of oils that I want to talk about. Uh, one is myrrh oil. Myrrh oil, uh, this, this uh, latest research, that uh, the bottom line is that it proved specifically effective in helping fight not only breast cancer but skin cancer as well. Now, myrrh, you know, it's an oil that history records it's been used for thousands of years to treat a wide range of, of, of diseases. Uh, as a matter of fact, at one point in history, myrrh was so precious that its value was actually determinant in its weight in gold. So that, that's how much the, the value of myrrh for, for, throughout the years. Now, there's another study that I saw recently on frankincense, uh, and this is going through the roof here. This, Quite a few studies now on frankincense and, and, and the benefits uh, you can get from frankincense to skin cancer. Now, this is a good point on the show here to, to do the disclaimer. We have to do that, as you well know. Uh, the FTC says we have to. Um, the company we work with is very compliant in these issues. Uh, none of the products we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, mitigate, or prevent any diseases. You should always follow medical advice when you see anything suspicious in your skin. But all I've said, folks, the evidence now is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, I want to make a point here. As far as the studies are concerned, you know, I always get the question, why don't we see more studies? If you have one or two or three or four studies that are very positive, how come we don't see more studies on oils and cancer and so on and so forth? And, and you know, I have to be honest. And one of the reasons is that there's an industry. There's a pharmaceutical industry, and the cancer industry is a multi-multi-billion-dollar industry uh, that will not, of course, promote the studies when they make you know $100,000 a week uh, on one patient doing chemotherapy. So, <laughs> you know, anything that affects the bottom line, they don't want to hear about it. So that's why you don't see more studies being done 
especially in the United States. And I know other countries are doing some of the studies, but it's expanding. You know, it's a, they should move a little bit faster, but it is expanding. And that's the case with frankincense. With several, several studies uh, now have been conducted uh, that, uh, you know, for minor clinical, uh, major clinical studies uh, published uh, that provides the ability to combat various cancers, including breast, bladder, and skin cancer. Uh, and so this is really, uh, really significant. And this is very recent. You know, 2015, the last study was completed. The 17 active ingredients in, uh, in most frankincense uh, species that researchers have set out to determine which ones exactly target the types of tumors. So they're actually doing studies that are looking at the separate ingredients from frankincense and trying to determine which ones actually target different types of tumors. So uh, how to apply, you know, and again, let me reemphasize again that, you know, before starting any treatments, uh, you need to see your doctor, folks. This is not, uh, you know, don't play with cancer. You need to see your doctor, and uh, hopefully it's a doctor that's aware of a uh, alternative uh, treatments and so on. Uh, hopefully, he's educated in, in that area, and, and uh, you need to tell him what, what what else are you doing, and, uh, and do your own research. Today, it's very easy to find out uh, this research because of the internet and all the sources that are out there. Uh, now, how to use the soils? One one thing that I want to make a strong point here is that it's not a, a once in a while thing. You put oil on Monday, and then you do it again on, on Wednesday. No, 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 no. When you start treating this thing, you need to do it twice a day, if not three times a day. Now, the recommended way, and this is a really, really neat way here, is to get five mLs of frankincense oil and myrrh. And, and uh, one of the recommendations that I saw is to mix it with a tablespoon of organic eggplant extract cream. Now, eggplant, we can do another show about that because it's really proven to be something really beneficial. <laughs> so you, you mix that, and you can also add uh, some lavender to it um, just for, for more skin soothing and, and stuff like that, uh, and apply to the sensitive uh, area, to, to, the, to the affected area, at least twice a day. Now, one thing that's always recommended with oils, if you're not familiar with oils, folks, uh, try the oil first on on, a, on affected area of the skin. You know, do a little drop. Try the oil, <clears throat> make sure you don't have any reactions, which is really, really rare. Uh, oils don't have pretty much any side effects, but there are some skins that could be sensitive to oils and so on. And uh, So you need to try them out first, but most likely you're going to be fine. But this is the way you treat the cancer area, by mixing this to oil, perhaps adding a little bit of a, a bergamot oil and a little bit of lavender oil, and, and apply you know, twice to the affected area or three times a day. Now, the question at the end always uh, comes, you know, when I was doing the research for the show, I looked at frankincense. Uh, I always do that. I went to Amazon, Google, and I saw, you know, bottles of frankincense being sold for $7, folks, $7, uh, $6, $9, uh, free shipping, uh, folks. You have to be, it makes me laugh, you know. Because the process of extracting pure frankincense essential oil is very complicated. The sources have to be right. The, it has to be done right. The, the process of extracting the oil has to be done right. So there's no way that any company can have an oil for, for even 10 or 15 bucks, uh, free shipping, 
and it's really pure frankincense. You need to make sure that the oils you use are the highest quality possible. And that brings us to the Ameo division of essential oils from Seed International. And that's a company we work with and that we trust, uh, that we've been involved with for many years. And uh, this is a, the only, the Ameo division offers the only clinical grade oils in the market. What does that mean? That means that the same quality oils used in major clinical trials. Not only that, they have on top of that a Cert 5 extra vetting process that ensures a lot of different steps, you know, who the, who the vendor is, uh, you know, when was bought, you know, how was it uh, bottled, and so on and so forth. Uh, by the way, a male has their own uh, plant where they bottle the oils. So they don't they don't sub lease to somebody else, and it's very very tight the scrutiny behind the soil. As a matter of fact, uh, the bottles have a number on the bottom that you can actually input on the website, and it tells you the complete history on that batch. So you know, no other company does this. So if you're going to use oils, and I strongly recommend that you use oils for a lot of other reasons, but you know, we're talking about skin cancer today. Uh, absolutely, it's one of the things you should do. But make sure, make sure that the oils you apply on the skin are, are of the highest purity. Now, don't get fooled, but when you hear therapeutic grade, that means nothing, folks. That means that it maybe makes you feel good. Uh, what we have is clinical grade essential oils, organic clinical grade oils, and, and, and that is uh, what you should do or use. So, folks, uh, summer is here. And maybe we'll see it in, uh, down here in South Fork in a couple of days <laughs> once the rain stops. Uh, but uh, some, summer is here, and skin cancer is a big, big issue that you need to be concerned with. And uh, if you already have th- that issue, uh, one way to treat it, an, an alternative way to, to treat it, besides what your doctor recommends, uh, is uh, the use of oils. Uh, so, Denise, this is the summer show uh, for 2017. Uh, I'll pass the show back to you if you have any comments. Well, thank you, and yeah, very interesting. And unfortunately, you know, skin cancers such as melanoma—they're they're very fast-moving cancers. So, whatever we can do to help. And just one thing I noted this week—it was very, very hot here, very sunny where I live—and I've noticed some young parents pushing their children in in carriages and and um, strollers with not wearing any thing on their heads <laughs> and so right. just I wanted right. to say that as being you know as being children they can't speak for themselves but it is so important we we know that the sun's rays can damage a child very quickly let alone of course leaving yep. them unattended but uh, just a little hat and and you know cover their skin especially if they're fair and I remember I'm very was a towhead, very fair, and I, as a child, burned very, very easily, especially if I was by water because we were at the lake a lot. So it's just protect your children. So that's that's my Absolutely. message for today. So on that note, Great would point. you like Great to give? Thank you. Yeah, it's it's uh, something that it, it, you just want to say something. <laughs> you don't know quite what yeah. to do if yeah. it's not your child, yeah. obviously, or related to you. Um, would you like to give the audience your email address? And they can contact Absolutely. You uh, any, any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, Fred Valdez, 56, at gmail.com. Fred Valdez, the number 56, at gmail.com. And Valdez with an S, not a Z. 
Wonderful. And thank you for all that you do for this channel, this wonderful Dr. Fred Says radio show, and to our audience for continuing to listen and to support us, and wishing everyone a wonderful summertime weekend. Bye-bye.